0: Welcome to Pants Not Trousers, a podcast for expats looking for belonging and connection in a foreign
1: land. And we're your hosts, Areej and Rahil. We are two expat women who've left their lives
0: behind to experience life in the UK. How are you doing, Rahil? Yeah, I'm doing okay. It's been a long weekend with a lot going on. Yeah, busy. Yeah, very busy. Well, we're still figuring things out for our move. Yeah. Um, I got my second shot yesterday, which is very exciting. Yay! Congrats. Yeah, I'm. I'm very pleased that's done. And um, last week, I know I mentioned in the last episode I was going to be going for a Pap smear. I had a great experience um, on my appointment on the day that I went, and it was. Probably the best one I've had in any country that I've lived in. Oh. Yeah. Well, so I was nervous that there was going to be no privacy and it would feel really awkward. And I was incredibly nervous. So when I got there, it is a nurse that does it. She takes you into a room, at least in the practice that I was at. Mm-hmm. And um, she took me into a room. I told her I was nervous. She and I kind of talked a little bit about it. She was like, why are you nervous? I told her what the differences were. Um And she's like, no, don't worry. And she explained everything to me. She's like, I'm going to pull a curtain around you. You can put this little paper towel on your legs. Um, This is the position you need to be in when I come back. And she was so gentle and so quick and really put me at ease. And she was fabulous. So I highly recommend just talking to whoever your practitioner is if you're nervous about your first one here. Well, that's nice to hear. That's great.
1: And sometimes it's actually helpful to just be open about how you feel going into an appointment or anything, because then you're just like laying it out on the table and then they can address it, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. That's great. I, um, so I think I mentioned a couple of episodes ago that my son, Adam, is uh, developing a real interest in dogs and specifically, obviously getting a dog. And he's looking at all the different breeds and he's watching videos and he wants to go get a book now on like the different dogs, which is fantastic. I love that he's like taking an interest in something, you know, other than the typical thing, like cartoons and stuff like that. Um, but it's kind of like, when do you feel like it's bordering on, you know, interest and a healthy obsession to, like, it's just over the top, over the, like, overboard. We just need to, like, start talking about different things because it is, and I don't know if it's, like, selfishly my annoyance with it because it is constant. Like, I'm telling you, constant. It is, like, like a general buzz. It's like a buzzing sound, but he's talking about dogs and breeds and he tries to, you know, he tries to slip in these like, mom, when we get a dog, like when we get a Doberman pincher, and it's, these like, <laughs> a Doberman, he's, okay, yeah, it's these breeds wow. that I'm like, I hate to break it to you, but I would actually, I'd never get a Doberman. Not to say that they are not fine dogs for families or whatever, like, um, but I, they're just, you know, they're just a little bit more intense and like more training is involved and all that kind of stuff. So anyhow, um, but yeah, I don't know when it's bordering on a he- like healthy obsession to this is just like, this is a lot. Um, right. And I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to, you know, discourage him. And like, right. I love the fact that he wants to learn so much about it and he's kind of obsessed with it. But I don't know. it's
0: um, It's a lot. He's just yeah. trying to convince you. And maybe yeah. set his expectations and be like, "It's not happening for like I don't know, however many years you want to take, or however many months." And let's not talk yeah. about it
1: until, yeah, yeah. We've uh, we've tried to kind of set some set some just realistic expectations of like we're not going to get a dog before Aiden turns four. You know, so it's like even if he doesn't know exactly how long that that is, he knows that it's quite a while. In general, so he's at least he's managing his expectations. But right in the meantime, we're gonna be hearing and learning a lot about dogs. So it's not a bad thing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's good research. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so we wanted to talk about um we wanted to talk about the apps that we can't live without or that are helping us uh, survive settling in either when we arrived or just now that we can't stop using and that help us get around. And we just thought it would be kind of cool to share some of those apps. Um, I had run into a stranger once when I was looking for a bus or asking a question about a bus when I first got here. And I was just asking her about like a, a bus general direction where it's going. And and she introduced me to this app um, called City Mapper. And it is a, app I like literally use every day probably 3 times a day um and you just input the address that you're going to and it usually tracks your location so it bases it on where you are and then gives you several options for um getting around and that includes like bus uh tube um Uber taxi and then it even tells you the price of how much it will cost to to get to wherever you're trying to get to. And yeah, it it's
0: super helpful. It's, it is very helpful. It's very similar to Google Maps, but it definitely takes it a step further because it gives you m- way more options. But what I really like about it is it'll even tell you which exit to take out of a tube station because sometimes there could be like four or five exits. Like when you get to Oxford right. Station, there could be, I think, the exit that i'm thinking of there's like four different stairwells mm. you could take and if you have entered in city mapper where exactly you're going it'll tell you exactly which exit to take out of the station which i find really yeah. helpful yeah yeah totally totally and i think you had another one too about okay. yeah times. the one that i like to use in addition to city mapper is it's called london bus times and it is specifically for buses and it also uses your location and just depending on your location, it'll show up all the different bus stops around a certain radius of where you are. And it'll give you the bus stop, uh, code, like, you know, like an MS or a bus stop A, B or whatever letter code it is on top, as well as the name of the bus stop. And then if you click on the one that you want, it'll tell you in real time when the next one is coming. I just find this one way easier because if I'm just at a bus stop, I don't have to enter where I'm going. Cause for city map or for Google maps or something, you usually have to enter where you're going in order for them to tell you when the next bus is coming. But sometimes I know where I'm going. I just want to know when the the next bus is getting there and there isn't always an electric display. And so I find this one really useful.
1: Nice. Okay. I'm going to write that down.
0: Yeah. Another one that I love and related to my getting my COVID shot is the mm. NHS app. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. We're planning on traveling to Canada uh, this summer. And at the moment, if you are a Canadian who is returning to Canada and you have been fully vaccinated, you do not have to quarantine in a quarantine hotel or even at home. If you um, can provide proof of your f- vaccinations. And right. the NHS app is really cool because it provides all that information that I'm now going to need for travel. And this one is, I want to preface it, it is different from the NHS COVID-19 app. That's the one you use when you check into a restaurant or what have you. Um, this one is specifically, it's just called NHS app when you look in the stores on your Play Store or your Apple Store. And yeah. it it actually looks at all your health history. It'll tell you any kind of medication or prescription that your doctor has prescribed to you, any kind of shot that you may have received. That's it's great. basically your health passport. It's
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: amazing. And it is now your travel passport as well.
1: Right. That's good
0: because those
1: little cards, I mean, I just anticipate that a lot of that I'm going to lose them and I'm sure a lot of people are going to lose those little cards that show you your vaccination. Well, the
0: little cards can be forged, right? This is definitely, I mean, it's, it is is an official app. It'll give you an official form. Right. You can, you can print it out. There's even a barcode, like a Q, QR code um, mm-hmm. that you can scan for other people to scan to access your COVID jab history. Um, right. I haven't actually used that yet because I haven't needed to show it, but I've definitely got this all set up and it's ready to go for when I'm ready to to travel. Yeah,
1: to travel, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. It's so handy. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of health related apps is um, so. There's one that is like a the meditation app, which I think probably a lot of people have heard of already. It's the Calm app, and it's it's fantastic. I mean, you can unlock. You know more, um, more options on it, and you have like people narrating stories and very calm, soothing voices. Um, but I just use like the really basic one. It's it's called like it's open ended meditation, and it's just if you want something really quick and nobody talks, it's just timed, and it it rings a bell every minute. You can you can actually put that in the setting where, where it plays a bell every minute, and every minute that goes by. Uh, there's this like gentle chime and it just feels like, it just feels like you're like achieving something when the bell goes off and then you can reset and then, you know, try and go for another minute of meditation. I mean, the idea is just sort of blocking thoughts out and being able to just focus on something else other than your thoughts and thinking and focusing on your breath. And that's not easy to do right? Like sometimes use your mind starts to wander. And just hearing those chimes every minute, if your mind is wandering, you can just sort of reset. Mm -hmm. And it's just a really nice thing to do. Like, even if you have five minutes, like there isn't any um, structured time for it. It's you just kind of do what you want to do for however long you want to do it.
0: Is Calm a free app? So there's free, um,
1: there's free, it's like in-app purchases. So there's free parts of it the really simple sort of things like this is i think this part this one is free it's open-ended and meditation and there's one that's a timed meditation but if you want other things like the like the stories and like bedtime um, bedtime meditations the more specific ones yeah you have to pay for but i don't think it's anything crazy obviously but um the other one is is more sort of hair and beauty if you will so a lot of the salons have actually um Begun participating in this app. It's called TreatWell. And basically you book the appointment through this one consolidated, uh sort of centralized um, app where you can find salons in your area. Um, and then you just click on, you get the schedule availability, obviously the stylists or whoever that you're looking for, practitioners. And then you can even prepay, and then you just literally go to your appointment. You have the option of prepaying. You don't have to, but you can just to kind of get that part over with if you want. And it's just handy because it's just sort of um, a centralized list of um, and access to the different salons or uh, aesthetic services, massages,
0: that kind of thing. And this one helpful. This one is. A more UK specific app. Like I think the Calm app isn't UK specific. It's just a meditation app, but the Treat Well one is specific to UK services, um, hair and beauty and um other spa services. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I've downloaded it. I haven't actually had a chance to use it yet. I really want to go get my nails done. Um, And that's why I downloaded it because I wanted to find a salon near me and they have deals on here and they have ratings and reviews. And I I just haven't had a chance to use it and go get a service done yet. But uh, I know I've looked for when I was away somewhere and I was like, oh, I want to go. I think it was while I was in Wales. I can't remember. I can't remember. I think I, I had goals to goal when I was away somewhere and I looked it up and there Mm. were other salons there, but not everybody necessarily participates on this, um, treat well app. I think it's also a website. You can also book through the website, but it is a good one. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, and then in terms of, so there's a couple of fashion ones that I, that I use. And, uh, the last episode we were talking about fashion and shopping around and sort of, um, ways of navigating. So there's a couple of um, really handy fashion apps uh, that I was introduced to. One is there's a lot of sample sales that happen in and around London. And there's one that's called Chic Me, I believe it's pronounced. Um, and it's S- C-H-I-C-M-I. And that's an app that basically shows you all of the sample sales that are happening around you. And they happen at just different venues and different designers. And sometimes you can get like 40, 60, 70% off of these lines. Yeah, so that's cool. And then the other one is List, which is L-Y-S-T. And they obviously have a website. Most of these apps have websites. But this one has a website that if you're looking for a certain item, let's say you're looking for XYZ purse, you input that, and then it shows you all the different um, stores, venues, online uh, shops that carry that product and the price. So you can find like you can find it where it's on sale for the lowest price, and then or where it's more convenient, or so on and so forth. So that one's really handy too.
0: How do you spell that one? That one's L Y S T. Um. So food a is. There's some days I reach that I don't want to cook and I don't want to get groceries and what have you, and I just want to order in. And when we first moved here, I didn't really know which food delivery service to go with. I I think my Uber had been still set up with my U.S. address or something. I can't remember what it was. Mm, And I don't remember how I found out about Deliveroo, but now I can't imagine my life without Deliveroo. I know. I think if you
1: talk to most people that have – Experience the pandemic, they probably will tell you the same thing, whether it's Deliveroo or some other food app. I think, yeah, I, I don't know if you could live without a food delivery app <laughs> during the pandemic or at least a grocery delivery
0: app. Yeah. Or website. yeah, yeah. So, Deliveroo is a restaurant delivery app. They will deliver food, and I, I don't know why the accounts don't really link up. Like, I have it on my phone, my husband has it on his phone, and he signed up for the uh extra service where you don't have to pay for delivery each time oh, right he just pays yeah. like a lump sum for delivery, but then we can only ever order through his account right right it doesn't sync up with mine but Think it doesn't matter yeah, yeah, yeah it doesn't matter necessarily for us too much um it's definitely a great way for us to just order meals and they also do delivery um they also do grocery delivery on that app oh okay mm-hmm. okay. I feel like you can get anything delivered these days.
1: hmm Can I tell a side note story? Yeah, of course. So my husband and I were literally just talking about this yesterday. We went to Egypt in 2010. And when we were there, we felt like having um, falafel, falafel sandwiches and just like falafel. And they're called tamayya. Tamiya. Tamiya there. Anyhow. And my cousin, or sorry, my cousin, Bulit's cousin, um, said, well, if you really want that, you don't have to go out. You can just call. And there's like, they'll go pick it up. You can't call the restaurant d- directly. They don't have that service per se, but they have a delivery service here where it's like these guys on mopeds will go pick up your food and come and like bring it to you. And we were like, this is amazing. (laughs) So we ordered falafel. It was like midnight and they came to our door like 15, 20 minutes later. And we're like, this is brilliant. And this is something that I think my husband had mentioned and he'll definitely say that he thought about it and mentioned it. How it would just take off in North America or wherever in the world. Like it was just such a fantastic service, fantastic idea. And here you go. Now it's just a normal part of our lives. So don't take it for granted because we thought this was an amazing groundbreaking thing 10, 10, 11 years ago. Um, There's another one, which is Uber Eats. So not all restaurants will have like will participate Mm -hmm. with Deliveroo. So sometimes it'll be like Uber Eats. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's another one that if you're looking for something a little bit more, like if you're looking for higher end occasion type delivery, um, we did this a lot, like in anniversaries and lockdown and birthdays and lockdown, new year's Eve, we ordered through supper, the supper app. And they, again, they just deal with like more high end restaurants and, um, they just have a, a way of transporting it. Um, I think they like. Their mopeds are like equipped with these like big sort of, I don't even know what you want to call them, like big sort of trailers almost. So the food stays, I guess, more intact. I don't know. Anyhow, Supper is a really good app. And
0: um, Cool. Yeah, I haven't heard of that those, one. those
1: are the three apps I definitely used a lot in the last year.
0: Yeah. that's That Supper one sounds really interesting. I'm going to check that one out. Some of the ones I um for f- – also related around food, specifically around food waste, um, are a couple mm. of apps that my friends told me about. One of them is called Karma, K A R M A, and another one mm. is Too Good to Go, and that's T O G O O D T O G O. And they're both restaurant, um, they're restaurant apps that allow you, like the the restaurants will will say, oh, I've got this much food available right now you can come and get it so you still pay for it but you get mm-hmm. it at a reduced cost or it might even be free i'm not entirely sure i haven't actually used the app because i pandemic and none of the restaurants near me were on these apps right but you can get really affordable meals and can prevent food waste through these apps right that's very cool
1: mhm on the topic of food we were talking about we're talking about sort of different terms there's one term that we that sort of trips us up uh a little bit is the the tea versus dinner um my My son goes to nursery, he's two years old, and in the beginning, when I wasn't familiar with the term at all they they said yes, he finished his tea, and uh so he shouldn't be hungry, so on and so forth anyways I obviously figured out that it's it's dinner like it's it's a full meal and it's just so funny to hear that my 2-year-old finished his tea because it's like obviously not drinking tea but yeah so they they refer to dinner as as tea tea time
0: they i think they just say tea they don't really say tea time right and yeah. dinner is actually lunch the term used for lunch so at school they say school dinner is like the meal that they eat at right. school yeah. at around noon is school dinner not Lunch, which I find incredibly confusing because they're eating dinner at noon and then they're having tea at six in the evening. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, Adam doesn't call it, he
1: does not call it tea. He hasn't caught on to that yet. He still calls it dinner and supper. So he's still holding on to his North American roots.
0: But they get it at school, like my son will say. So, at school today, we had blah, blah, blah for school dinner. So, he he does use it when he's referencing school. And then in similar vein, pudding is the all-encompassing term for dessert. For dessert. Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And my my son has um – before we realized and discovered that he has a cavity in his tooth, was expecting pudding after every meal because that's just that's what they get at school, which I just mm-hmm. that's a whole other thing. But yeah. We're managing that. I think we're managing that quite well. We've we've um reduced his sugar intake significantly. So sometimes you just gotta hit rock bottom to to make some drastic changes in your life. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what it took. I think that's what it took for us anyways well thank you for the chat and thank you for sharing those handy apps um i will definitely check them out and thank you to our listeners for tuning in to pants not trousers podcast if you like what you've heard please leave a comment and or a like and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast or you can email us at pantsnottrousers podcast at gmail.com follow us on twitter at not trousers or on our instagram page at pants not trousers raheel i will chat with you soon
0: sounds good have a
1: good one you too bye bye